Welcome back to another episode of the Prayer is Breathing podcast. My name is LaToya and I want to thank you so much for listening. Today I want to talk about the battle for faith and specifically the battle for your faith, the battle and the fight to not give up, to not throw in the towel, but to hold on to the promises of God and to believe everything that God has spoken. And so of course, in Ephesians chapter six, verse 16, Paul tells us above all, put on the shield of faith by which you are able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. And today I'm going to talk to you about five things that can destroy your faith or kill your faith or hinder your faith. And so when you understand these five things, you will understand how to hold on, how to fight, how to press, how to overcome the enemy, because faith is such a powerful part of spiritual warfare. And faith is also what causes us to overcome. We see this in first John, it says, and this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. And there's so many times in the Bible where we see the power of faith. And we know that when we have faith, we can speak to mountains and those mountains must be moved. And I just believe that we are in an hour where God is fulfilling his promises to his sons and to his daughters. And if you've been walking after him and seeking him, I want to encourage you to not give up, to not throw in the towel, but to understand the God that we serve. And so I'm going to jump right in with Mark chapter nine, and we're going to start at verse 17 says, then one of the crowd answered and said, teacher, I brought you my son who has a mute spirit. And whenever it seizes him, it throws him down. He foams at the mouth, gnashes his teeth and becomes rigid. So I spoke to your disciples that they could, they they should cast it out, but they could not. He answered and said, Oh, faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him to me. Then they brought him to him. And when he saw him immediately, the spirit convulsed him and he fell on the ground and wallowed foaming at the mouth. So he asked his father, how long has this been happening to him? And he said, from childhood. Now we're going to talk about this father because this is a very powerful prayer. And I'm going to go ahead right into verse 22. It says, and often at, and often he has thrown him both into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Then Jesus said to him, if you can believe all things are possible to him who believes. Can you say that wherever you are? All things are possible to him who believes. And this was the word that Jesus spoke to him. Now I want to zoom into verse 21 because this is the first point. This is the first step to uh, your faith and what can actually hinder your faith. And so the first thing that I want to pull out to your attention is time. Jesus asked this father, how long has this been happening to him? And I want to ask you, how long have you been praying? How long have you been believing God? How long have you been seeking the Lord for deliverance and breakthrough? And listen, this is something that we have to understand and look out for when it comes to our faith, because so many times it is easy to start out believing God. It's easy to have this fire and this fervency that God is going to answer your prayer. And sometimes 
when the Lord does not move as quick as we want him to, or we have to wait longer than what we planned on, that can cause our faith to decrease. That can cause our faith to diminish if we're not walking wholeheartedly in the spirit. And so I just want to let you know that God is not limited to time and the Lord is not slack concerning his promises. So even if you've been waiting for a very, very long time, don't allow that to take away from your faith. Don't allow that to snatch the promises of God. Don't allow yourself to stay in a place of pity and stay in a place of feeling like a victim or feeling like, okay, God, maybe you have overlooked me or you have forsaken me. No, God will still perform his word. And so you have to guard your heart. You have to encourage yourself in the Lord and determine in your heart and in your mind, no matter how long I've been waiting, I'm still going to believe God. I'm still going to stand on the promises of God. And I know that I will see the fulfillment of his word. So I love that Jesus asked this father and we see why it helps us to see why he prays this prayer in verse 23. And he says in verse 24, and he says, Lord, I believe help my unbelief. And I believe part of what caused his unbelief is time. The fact that this has been happening for such a long time from childhood, he's been seeing his son struggle and be thrown into the fire and all these things. And so that begins to take a toll on you physically, emotionally, and even spiritually time can take a toll on your faith. If you have been struggling with the timing of God, I want to give you this scripture as a weapon. And that is second Peter chapter three, verse eight says, but beloved, do not forget this one thing that with the Lord one day is as a thousand years and a thousand years as one day. Verse nine, the Lord is not slack concerning his promise as some count slackness, but is long suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. This helps us to understand, especially verse eight, how the Lord sees time and God's timing is not equivalent to our timing, to our calendars, to our schedules. He has a timing. He has a plan. He has a purpose, but do not let that diminish your faith and your ability to believe God for what he's spoken. Second thing that is really, really tough on your faith is disappointment. If you've been disappointed before, if you've prayed and things that happen the way you wanted them to happen, or maybe you've been disappointed by other people and other hardships, sometimes that can cause a crack in your faith. And it can also hinder your ability to believe God again, your ability to go forward again, your ability to still trust that God knows what's best and that God will answer your prayers. And so you have to watch out for disappointment and make sure that that disappointment is processed because all of us, we go through times, we go through hardships, we go through different challenges and things come and they disappoint us. But as we lay those things at the feet of Jesus, as we allow him to heal our hearts, we can come back and still be stronger in our faith. We can be stronger in our knowledge of God and we don't have to allow those disappointments to steal our faith. Third point is a lack of the word. 
So when you have a lack or a deficiency in the word of God, that is a direct hindrance to your faith. So Romans 10, 17 tells us that faith comes by hearing and by hearing the word of God. And so if faith comes by hearing, faith can also leave by not hearing. So whenever you're not feeding on the word and getting the word of God on the inside of you, sometimes you can have what I would like to refer to as a faith deficiency because you are lacking just the same way that we can lack in vitamin D and vitamin C and vitamin A. You can also lack in faith due to a deficiency of the word. And so that means that we have to constantly hear the word, build ourselves up in the Lord and make sure that we are honing in to what God has spoken. Fourth point on faith and how to not have your faith hindered is guarding yourself against being carnally minded. And so Romans 8 chapter 6 explains this very well. And Romans 8 verse 6 says to be carnally minded for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. And then verse seven says, because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can it be. So then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. And so when it comes to faith, if you are completely carnal and even logical, sometimes that can be a hindrance to your faith because God moves in the supernatural. For example, when Peter walked on water, that made no carnal sense that made that had no logic to it as to why he would walk on water. But there's so many times where God, he moves outside of our bubble. He moves outside of our own human reasoning. And this is why he tells us, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. And so if you have become too carnal, that can also be something that is hindering your faith and your ability to believe God for the supernatural. So I just want to encourage you in the Lord to continue to believe because all things are possible to him who believes. And that's Mark 9 verse 23. Now, last point, because we're doing five points and I'll recap you here in just a second. Our, my fifth point is not knowing the character of God. Sometimes when you don't fully know the character of God and we are all learning and growing, I'm learning more and more about God every day. And so when it comes to God and his character, that is also what helps to either build or diminish our faith. And I want to show you how, because in Mark chapter nine and this passage that we just read, the father actually begins to question Jesus's character. And he says this to him in verse 22, he says, and often he has thrown him both into the fire and into the water to destroy him. Now listen to this part, because this part is so powerful. And you will actually see this many times when Jesus is about to perform a miracle. Many people will say something very similar to what this father said. He said, but if you can do anything right, um, that's questioning Jesus's ability to heal him. And he also says, if you have compassion on us. So I'm going to read that again. It says, but if you can do anything, have compassion on us. And so this goes into the compassionate 
character of God. And so I believe what this father was saying is if you, if you can, please have compassion on us. Don't just turn us away. Understand what we've been going through and our suffering and our pain. And so many other times in the Bible, people will say, if you are willing, if you are willing, would you make me clean? And this goes into the character of God. And we have to know that God is willing. God is full of compassion. He does not want us to be suffering. He does not just turn his back and and be completely harsh to us. And I have to say this because sometimes when you've been waiting a long time, the enemy can feed you with lies to think that God is, is forgotten you. God has forgotten you or God is not concerned about what you're concerned about, that God is harsh or he's not involved in your feelings and in your emotions. And so this father, when he says this, he's saying, he's telling Jesus, please have compassion on us and help us. And of course we see that the Lord is full of compassion. And so he rebukes the spirit. We see this in chapter nine, verse 25, when Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit saying to it, deaf and dumb spirit, I command you come out of him and enter him no more. Jesus was so full of compassion, even in miracles and healing and raising Lazarus from the dead. We see that he wept. And so Jesus, he was so full of compassion. And the Bible tells us that we have not such a great high priest that he's not able to, to meet us in our weaknesses and to understand what we are going through and how difficult things can be. And I just want to encourage you again to understand that God is not slack concerning his promises. And so when you look at the battle for your faith, understand that the enemy knows how powerful your faith is and you should know how powerful your faith is. And also when it comes to the character of God, I also wanted to mention Hebrews chapter 11 verse six, because it says he that comes to God must first believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. So again, it goes back to when you come to God, you have to come to him knowing his character. You have to know who he is. It's not just about what he can do, but knowing who he is. And when you know who God is, you know that he will not forsake you. You know that he will keep his word because you understand his character. So for example, if you borrow money or you loan somebody money and you are expecting them to pay you back, when you know their character, you understand who they are. You don't question, even if it takes a long time, you know, this person, they're good for it. They're going to give this back to me. And so when it comes to God and his character, we have faith because we understand the character of God. We understand that God is not a man that he should lie. We understand that his thoughts are higher. His ways are higher and his will is to give good gifts to his children. And when we understand that, and when we put our trust in him, it causes our faith to increase. It causes our faith to rise up. And so I just want to recap the points. First things that can come to hinder your faith. There's five points in total. One is time. And so beware when it's been a long time, be careful not to let the timing of a thing diminish your faith. Number two is disappointment, making sure that you process any past disappointments, any past hurts, any past pains, because those things, if they are not processed, they can cause you to be lacking when it comes to believing God again. And the third thing is lack of the word of God. 
Fourth is carnally mindedness <laughs> or being carnally minded. And the fifth thing is not knowing or fully understanding the character of God. And so I'm going to close this episode out in a word of prayer. Father, I thank you right now for your goodness and your grace. I thank you right now, God, that you have given us a seed of faith. And I pray that you will stir up the gift of faith on each and every one of us on the inside of each and every one of us. And Father, I pray right now against every wall of unbelief. I command it to break off of every person that is listening to this podcast. I pray, God, that you will strengthen the heart of every person that has been believing you, that has been seeking you. Oh, God, that Lord, you will fulfill your promise. You will fulfill your word, God, in your timing. And that, Lord, we believe that the timing is now. We believe that the birthing is now. We believe that you are doing something the supernatural in this month of September 2020. God, that you are moving on our behalf. And so Father, I pray right now that you will encourage each and every heart. You will strengthen us, oh God, that we will hold on to that shield of faith. Even when that shield can become very, very heavy, it's hard sometimes to keep believing, especially when you go through life and disappointment and hardships. But God, you commanded us above all to keep on that shield of faith so that we are not concerned consumed with the fiery darts of the enemy. And so God, strengthen every heart right now. I pray and I thank you, Father, that you are good. I thank you, oh God, that we can encourage ourselves in the Lord and that even when we are lacking and even the word says that when we are faithless, you still remain faithful. And God, I thank you for your faithfulness. I thank you for your goodness. I thank you that your faithfulness goes above and beyond our emotions and our feelings, that you still perform your word. And so God, in this battle for our faith, help us to believe you that we can enter into all of the promises of God, that we would not be like the children, the children of Israel that did not enter in because of unbelief. And so father, we love you. We honor you. We thank you because you are good and your mercy endures forever. Thank you for your heart and your love and your compassion toward us in Jesus name. We pray. Amen. 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 God bless you. I want to thank you so much for listening. Be sure to tune in next week. If you have any prayer requests, you can email those prayer requests to prayerisbreathing at gmail.com. You can also find and follow us on Instagram at prayerisbreathing. And if you need any Christian apparel, we're about to drop our fall line. So you can check out awakechristianclothing.com. Again, that's awake, A-W-A-K-E, christianclothing.com. You can also find us on Facebook and on Instagram. God bless you. God keep you. Be sure to share this podcast out and tune in. We'll be back next week. God bless.